The record industry is dead because of the fans. They killed it. Welcome to the Rockwire Podcast, where the heart of rock and roll is on life support. Reviewing new music and talking rock and roll news of the week. I'm your host, CJ, with my boys, Derek and Brad. Rockwire can also be found on YouTube and on Spotify with full-length songs included for Spotify Premium subscribers. Blast off! Hello tonight, this is CJ. This is the Rockwire Podcast. So, man, what we have for you this week is three new songs by classic rock artists and arguably the biggest band in heavy metal not named metallica how you doing tonight derek man feeling under the weather but you're here yeah you know it's crazy because we didn't plan this out but all three of us were in beanies one of us actually is wearing one that their grandmother knitted (laughs) that would be you brad (laughs) from the city by the bay Yep. Well, this actually, I got from some skateboarder. They tried to, you know, land a flip kick and they landed too hard and knocked themselves out and that hat was there. So I took it. Well, you know where you could get a super fucking cool beanie like that, that will protect your head from the winter snow, huntsmansupply.com. That's where you go get that beanie. That's right. (laughs) All right. B-Rad, what song of the three should we lead off with? You know, I think we need to do the band we never hear anything from original for a long time, and that'd be the German-based band, the Scorpions. <laughs> All right, so the new Scorpion single is called Peacemaker. What do you think about Peacemaker, Derek? It was crazy when I first heard it. Um, it's been so long since it's heard anything from the Scorpions. It sounded just like weird and foreign, no pun intended being from Germany, but I didn't honestly like it, but then actually it's, it has a really good beat. It's actually pretty heavy. I was really glad that they didn't just release some, uh, ballad, you know, that's what I would think they would release. You didn't want, uh, the lockdown is over wind of change part two. Yeah, yeah, and but I wasn't a huge fan of the chorus "Peacemaker." They should have done "Peacemaker" and then followed it up with a line, and then "Peacemaker" and another line, not just "Peacemaker," "Peacemaker," "Peacemaker." That was kind of lame. But the the verses and the riffs they had, the kind of do 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 it was pretty cool. So I was pretty impressed. I liked it a lot, actually. Well. As usual, you are absolutely correct with that assessment, Derek, because you agree with me. And uh, Klaus's voice is really on point on this song or uh, on this track, I thought, which is the exact opposite of your voice. We got to get you some tea and honey before the next segment. But no, I love the riff. I love the tone. I thought the bass was pretty lit on this one. And I, too, thought the chorus and the lyrics were a tad monotonous. And I still can't really figure out what this song's about. It's, uh, you know, Peacemaker, Bury the Undertaker, 
let's exit life. I don't know. Let's make so that's the, let, that's let's the, make peace and die. Where are you at, Brad? Well, here's the here's the thing. I can't believe you guys didn't pick this up, and maybe my ears were failing me, but I felt like the guitar toning on the intro was different than the guitar toning during the verses. I agree. And and I don't know if they did that because of the, the singer's voice, which I think I can't believe that dude could still sing as well as he does. That it's dude close minor. Yeah, but it was such a high pitched in the intro. Um, the cadence of the vocals I felt were they were forcing too many lyrics for the guitar tones or the top the tempo of the song. Um uh, but man, those old dudes can still rock great tempo. The solo kind of reminded me of some of the new Night Ranger that we featured a few months back. I, I thought thought the solo was great. You know, if I can interject real quick, the the verses, Brad, you say they felt rushed with the guitar and everything. That's basically kind of classic Scorpions, the way they the the cadence that Klaus does uh, right. over the guitars and everything. So to me, it was kind of you know just the same old same old which is a good same old same old. i liked it a lot uh but uh but you're right about the high pitch part of the, the guitar at the beginning i hated that and then it got better after that yeah hmm i guess i have to listen to it one more time boys because uh i i i didn't catch i didn't catch any guitar pitch at the beginning i thought i thought all the guitars were great so uh let's check it out of course, here's where we play the song in its entirety on Spotify for Spotify premium subscribers. Sorry, YouTube, maybe someday. But you can check out the videos in the description below. All right, Scorpions, Peacemaker. All right, let's do the new one from Slipknot next. The Chapleton Rag. Brad, what do you think about the Chapleton rag? Well, first of all, that intro is all about their pyro set on their live shows. The way that that little cadence is in the beginning. But this song is all about one word, drums. Oh, my Lord. The drums in the song are amazing. And, and when he drops the mother effer so many times. Oh, that is amazing. Um, but the last part of the song, the outro that does a complete 180. It just is so different and so weird. Um, it's full of tempo changes, and it just goes, and it's just like, good song, though. Derek, the Chapleton Rag, new one from Slipknot. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's funny. They said they wanted to come out with that to show people that they were still kicking ass and rocking, and I think they achieved that. Honestly, when I listened to this song, I thought this song would have fit on their debut album. Uh, as far as how heavy it is and just, it's just brutal. Now, I love like an Unsainted on the last album a lot. I don't think it's as good as Unsainted by a long shot, but it's good and it's starting to grow on me. And But it's good because it's just a heavy damn Slipknot song and they change it up enough, but like I said, this could be on their debut album because it is—it's very brutal and uh, it's not as melodic, I think, as a lot of the other stuff that a lot of people like. Well, you are so smart and so accurate. 
because I thought this was a great classic Slipknot sound. I thought the changes in the track were outstanding. You know, about one at just under two minutes changed again to a little bit of a heavy metal stomp at about four minutes. And, uh, you know, lots of, lots of lyrics in this one. It kind of struck me as a, a song about uh, online in misinformation, which we'll be getting to, which we'll be getting to later in this podcast. But uh, here's my question for you, Brad. Okay. Before before you uh, give me your thoughts on the song, how long can Corey's voice last singing like this? Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. I, I you know. I'm so glad that he does the other the other bands that he's, he's with. You know, I guess Stone Sour is no more, but the CMT is still there. Derek brought a band a couple weeks ago. I'm trying to remember who it was that you pointed out that the chorus was so raspy and dirty. You know, it's that like and Corey's amazing when he does that. But when he sings clean, he's one of the best singers in the world. So as long as I think he mixes in that, I think he can do this forever. He mixes that exercising. in. Yeah. Well, that certainly seems to be his uh, second most talented gift. I would say uh, being able to just turn out one good song after another lyrically is his first because he's got so many great songs that he's written at this point. But yeah, yeah, from from going from the cookie monster chorus to the uh great singer chorus interchangeably fluidly well and very many song, people can do that not as right. good as he can in this song he didn't really go clean in his his chorus he kind of went gruff yeah you know? um, yeah and that I, was that was pretty cool so which brings us to classic rock and the old man think i think the old man the old guitar player from detroit i think he's up to his middle 70s now ted nugent has pooped out another single come and take it derek pooped it out (laughs) ted would like that analogy uh you know what? This song is, I don't know. It has a great riff. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's more of an anthem. It's like he wrote a song to be kind of his little anthem. You know, I don't find it to be that creative, uh, that innovative or anything. I mean, it's pretty boring. I don't, I don't have the desire to listen to it very often. I could see it at the beginning of a NASCAR race or something like that, you know. But, but take the checkered flag. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Get that checkered flag. (laughs) All right, man. This is what I didn't like about the song, which kind of made it stink for me because it's a major part of the song. I didn't like the gang vocals in the beginning and the chorus throughout the gang vocals with the rest of the band come and take it, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm all for second amendment rights and, uh, you know, it's it's pretty apparent that they're not coming for the Second Amendment anymore. They're coming for the first and 
they already got the fourth and uh whatever whatever they just keep uh cro- crossing those bill of rights off the board but uh i thought ted was absolutely fire breathing on guitar when when i listened to this song i just listened to ted being the guitar god that he is and i i thought the bass you know the you know the bass was it was just kind of a a simple simple uh chop or gallop but i thought the bass was pretty uh sweet too and uh listen the the nuge he didn't spend too much time on the lyrics on this one and uh (laughs) that's it 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 is what it is you want to fight for freedom come and take it brad so I, I, the first word I wrote down was it's, it was very chanty, you know, and I can't believe Derek didn't like that because of how much he likes the band, the who, um, I'm just amazed on that. I thought the guitars throughout this song was amazing. All the underlying stuff, even during the lyric sections of the song, there's, there's little things that are being played. So that surprised me for, you know, that Ted can still sing and play like that. Um, that bass fill in the middle of the song was perfect. It was spot on. Um, that was that actually brought the bass to life. The lyrics were very limited, but I think that was done intentionally so he could actually play the guitar so much in this song. So, yeah, well, uh, you know, Ted's always got the best band alive on earth. Just asking. All right. So that concludes the three new songs on the Rockwire. No picks this week. We're just doing the new stuff because I have been been accused of picking the songs for everybody. And, well, you and, did this and no, week. I'm not. I, yeah, I okay. I, I kind of picked the songs for everybody. I, it, it's not wildly untrue, but we're just covering the new songs this week. We were supposed to, yeah, we were supposed to do an album review this week, and you got a little overexcited and just like boom, exploded. <laughs> well, let me before we say goodbye to YouTube, let me tease the rest of the podcast. We're we're gonna get into the Astro World stuff, but I'm gonna try to make it as fun as something this tragic could possibly be because uh Yo, other podcasters have uh, deep dive the uh, satanic blood ritual <laughs> conspiracy theory. I, I just want to gloss over it point by point. And then, and then got a little Morgan Wallen to wrap up the Morgan Wallen story forever. He got fucked over at the CMAs as we all knew he would. Got a little Celine Dion tidbit. We got a little uh, PP show down in Florida. And uh, Gene Simmons said some stuff. And there, there's, a, there's a little little vaccine Gene Simmons dust up. And that's what we'll wrap up with if we have time. So uh, li- listen, Derek, take us out of YouTube. Hey, you know what? These are three cool new songs just came out. Whether Brad likes it or not, we had to talk about them. And odds are they'd have been better than anything you would have brought anyway, Brad. So great to see the Scorpions back. Ted Nugent, eh, you know, whatever. It is what it is. And Slipknot, that machine just keeps rolling. Hey, so 
what we doing next week the wage war album review make the call you you wanted it do you want it or not i want it i I wanted i wanted wage war three weeks ago now it's a little old news (laughs) no we're talking about them (laughs) all right see see youtube the spotify podcast and apple and google and all those other places but we play the music on spotify all right astro world astro world hot fucking potato do you guys have your lists no oh jesus christ what about you brad hey it's just like a hot potato you wing it and you pass it to the left <laughs> okay but we're not talking we're not talking about the Ducci or the Dookie. Why don't you throw the first potato out and I see what the hell you're talking about? I'm sick. Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me explain how we're gonna do this. So we've all read a million, or at least two or three or four Astro World stories. We we followed the story about Travis Scott and the tragedy that happened down in Houston. So Hey, can I, before you, you, it was Drake on stage with him performing when this all went down or no? Drake was a special guest and he came in and performed a song or two. But when this, so Drake, oh, Drake was there. But when the incident happened, well, I have, I have not heard that for any clarification on that. Well, it, it's an ongoing incident, right? You know, it's like not everyone dropped drop unconscious and dead at one time you know you know right you know, the, the it was an ongoing thing so i presume drake came out he did his song or two and he left so astro world factoids and some satanic symbolism hot potato so seeing as though you two are obviously unprepared and oh. It's conspiracy theory, so get get my tinfoil hat out. I'm all right. Let me say obviously over prepared. No, let me let me do something. So they had a flaming dove at one part of the show, right? A flaming dove, right? Yes. In the background, on the on the on the green screen, and that means devil stuff. Exactly. That's exactly the kind of answer I'm looking for. And they so, had they had the lights shining, illuminating from the stage up to the sky. Also, and if I'm not mistaken, they had eight lights. Eight lights. What What does eight mean? So, well, you, oh, because thought, eight people died. Okay, so here's a factoid for you. It's up to nine now. No, it's actually up to ten now. They had the wrong lights. All right, we're we're back to you, Derek. Do you got another one? Yeah. Did Derek and Brad versus me? Got one. All right. And he made everybody walk through his mouth, which everybody knows. The demon knows the power is through the mouth. Pause. There's no pausing. No, that is a Simpsons reference. The Simpsons back maybe 10 years ago had this on their show, and it was his head with the dreadlocks, and you had to walk through his mouth to get to the stage. All right, let's get back to it. Brad's insane. 
No, I actually saw exactly what Brad's talking about, but I think someone art. I think that was artists after the after the event. Yeah, <laughs> but, but right. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm gonna let it go. All right, so I can show you at least seven or eight videos from different artists on stage stopping the show and pointing out things going wrong in the crowd was that the opening axle well no no i'm not talking about this instance i'm talking about like an ivan moody video or the dave mustang and the laser pointer blah oh. blah blah so it's very apparent that artists can see what the hell is going on in the crowd and they can see pretty well go oh, ahead Derek. Oh. before you say that because i see where you're going with that because I was asked about that as well. It's like, oh my God, you know, how can he do this? And my point was, he can't see everything that's going on. He doesn't know. He's doing his thing. He's looking over here. He sees people. He thinks maybe somebody's passed out. He doesn't know what's happening. So before you hit that, I just wanted to say my first thought was, how can you blame the performer ahead of security? Because how is he supposed to regulate everything in the audience of what's going on? Oh, no, he, he, he can't. This is way more on security than it ever would be Travis Scott or Drake. But artists, performers see things. God knows Axl Rose jumps off the stage because he saw a camera. So on to factoid, after this... Travis Scott knew that eight people died at the concert. He was so broken up, he went to Damon Busters. Your turn, Brad. I mean, yeah, I, it, that would be, that's a little, that's a little, that's a little crazy, I think. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, but I saw where he didn't, he heard about it when he was at Damon Busters. He didn't know it before. He was busy shooting hoops and stuff. Oh, Wow. I heard, so I he, heard go, him, he heard about it. He heard about it there and then left. I oh, want to go back well, to that. Don't 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 let the truth get in the way of me skewering Travis Scott. Okay. But, but I want to go back to the um what you guys were talking about before that with you know with artists seeing things. When you're in an indoor stadium, you're gonna see a little bit more light than you would when you're in an outside arena where the stage is outside, it's dark. I bet you he can't see much further than the security gate. I bet and you those... he can see about 40 rows out really good. And he's on that pedestal, for God's sake. Right. But the, the security guards, from what I gathered, were hired through text messaging. They weren't, you know, like an a, a average company. And I've, I've heard those guys never got paid yet. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Well, obviously promotion and organization was a problem with this event. And the police were there beforehand and oh. had a meeting. Should we, I mean, is that one of the topics you're going to talk oh, about? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. When you said police, I was going to go to that as my next factoid. But I'll credit you with this. The police <laughs> chief was there himself having a discussion with Travis about security and about safety at the event right before he went on stage. Now, I told, I told you 
Travis went to Dave and Buster's. You know where Drake went? Drake went to the strip club. I was going to say that. Oh, hot potato. (laughs) (laughs) Can you remember another one? No. What about you, Brad? Well, here's here's my question. Everybody's talking about this issue, but the one gal, I mean, Grant... Thank God she got up on, on the stage, on the side of the stage, and was yelling, stop the show, stop the show. How does she get up there? Oh, oh I think she crawled in between security. She, she obviously crawled up there. Well, security wasn't great, so it doesn't shock me. No, but it's no. like, wow. Now, do you know, in fact, that they lost the front gate, the entry to the event? Yes, that people all- knocked down the fence and came oh. in for free. So you oh. got a space that was designed or you know you know determined to hold 50,000 fans. Who knows how many got in? Were they rapid testing 70? at the I have no idea. I thought they were doing rapid testing and that's what they were they were slowing everything down and the crowd got a little riled and knocked that gate down. Well, we know they I mean, knocked that gate down. That it was about sure. a thirty-six foot section of fence. If you don't, well, I mean, go ahead. If you don't, if you don't mind me saying, I think it's pretty safe to say, and I don't think I'm going out on a limb here, is that real fans of hip hop are degenerates. As with all fans of all music. <laughs> All right. All right. And enough fun. Let me let me go through a little bit of the tidbits and symbolism that I have left. All right. So Ace retreat Ace freely. Oh, 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 I, got, I got one more. I got one oh, more. I got one more. Bring it. He, what band's t-shirt was he wearing? Uh, was he wearing a well, I know his t-shirt had like little blue guys walking through the door to get to the other side. I thought that it was, it was a, a t-shirt that he had specially made for his show. It was it was actually another band that had eight people die at their show also. Who? Well, who? I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember who it is. Oh, oh, my God. You can't even tell us who. So the Drudge Report actually ran the conspiracy headline. Drudge is still, uh, you know, one of the top news websites in the world. The stage looked like a portal. The runway of the stage looked like an inverted cross. The poster had scary Illuminati one-eyed hands on it. Oh, what what else we got? There were multiple witnesses that went on YouTube and said that they saw way more than eight bodies. I heard there was a hundred. I said, yeah, they said they saw at least a hundred. So I saw... At least three people on YouTube claiming to be there, claiming to see a stacks of like a hundred bodies. So we're still watching to see if there's a big cover up on what the death count really was at this event. That, that's that's all I could say. So we've talked about the symbolism. If, if you want to hear like a expert of Illuminati occult blood rituals. Check out the Isaac Weisskopf podcast, Conspiracy Theory and Other Unpopular Culture. That's kind of his thing, occult symbolism. He's pretty good at it. So let's just bottom line it. Brad, was this 
a, a crazy ass crowd with shitty security and young kids who couldn't hack it up in up in the mean streets in the front of the stage I, I perish tragically or was it more i think it's a combination of you know poor planning on the event scheduler um but i also think it's it's um people going crazy because they haven't been able to see live shows in forever so it, when you get that combination it just it was a bad mix well i think travis scott scott is at the minimum very intrigued and very into occult and demonic symbolism hold on i think at the at <laughs> yeah motley crew at the most, he his people who build the stage and promote his events are even more intrigued than he is. But I think uh, I don't think there is any black magic going on here. This this was a crazy crowd and people came way too early. You know, the people who tragically died, they're like 16, 14 you know, now one as young as nine or ten. These are babies that should have been at home in bed. Not what people, the- not people that can hack it when the big dogs and the alphas come rolling in for the headliner at the front of the stage in a big event like this. Derek. What about the little kid? Oh, go ahead, Derek. I was just surprised that I mean, I think it was. Honestly, horrible security. When you say they had a text message, people to hire them, I mean, they try to save money and cut corners. I was just surprised that that many people came to see some drummer that always drums for other people. I saw what you did there. No, this is Travis Scott, the rapper with with hundreds of millions of spins spins he had his his own nikes and his own mcdonald's meal he's a popular oh, motherfucker not tra- not travis barker boyfriend of a kardashian let's like 182 about, drummer go back go back to the tennis shoes go back to the tennis shoes how he threatened or he wanted the the crowd to beat up a nine-year-old kid for trying to untie his shoe and take it oh okay yeah okay yeah that that was a video that was a video in the past that was not this event but yeah travis jumped off crowd surfed someone tried taking his shoe he uh got got his shoe back and uh instructed the crowd to fuck him up and it was a nine-year-old kid yeah as a young kid is a young kid white white kid too obvious hate crime <laughs> But but he Travis has actually pled guilty twice to inciting violence at his shows. So this is uh this is definitely a trend. Old hat. And you know, speaking of uh racist, let's go on to uh Morgan Wallen. Uh dangerous, the double album, 38 weeks, probably 39 or 40 by now, consecutive weeks at number one. Obviously, it would be album of the year, and it was nominated at the CMT Music Awards. But, of course, CMT has canceled Morgan. He's off the radio. He's off from videos. Somehow, he still does 40 weeks at the number one spot on the record. Obviously, the record number of the year, who they give it to? They gave it to Chris Stapleton. I like Chris Stapleton, but that's not your fucking award, dude. Um. And then the artist of the year, usually the person who uh, has a uh, 
crazy successful album like that also wins artist of the year they gave that one to luke combs which i also like a lot and uh um i'm not gonna argue i'm not gonna argue that luke combs didn't deserve it tidbit celine dion the word around the campfire is celine dion took the vax and she is partially paralyzed she has been out of the public eye after canceling her um residency at out in las vegas indefinitely until she's ready to perform again so who knows what happened to celine dion but uh she, looks like some shit happened hopefully hey, hopefully she's who, okay who's the country guy wallen wallen morgan wall yeah this is what i don't get i'll just say this real quick is uh how come it took like 10 years before people started shying away from R. Kelly, who's busy pissing on girls and enslaving them, you know, enslaving them, you know, but, you know, one little, you know, I just don't get it. It's amazing to me, you know, maybe because he can dance well and, and the hip hop fans love him. or I don't know. Uh, it's just amazing to me how we really pick and choose what we want to ostracize in, in, you know, for uh, artists and whatnot, if it doesn't fit our narrative, you know, for the general public, then uh, they get taken, taken down the hole. So, so uh, I would say that that's a uh, cancel culture is much more powerful now than it was when R Kelly was committing his uh, crimes brad well but his mind was telling him no but his body his body was telling him i don't see nothing wrong but you know i mean if you think about it i mean with a little bumping grind yeah but i'm 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 going back i'm dating myself because i actually was that even r R kelly did did you even get the artist right i hope so (laughs) (laughs) yeah me too but uh, i mean if you think about it you could you can look at how this whole thing has progressed. I mean, back then it was it was nobody ever looked at it, and now you say the littlest thing, and you're red flagged. It's like ridiculous. You drop one end bomb, <laughs> and and I hate to say it, but you see that all over the hip hop in that type of music. Well, and they're all doing it. Like, like the, the N-bomb spectrum of heinousy, like number one would be NWA <laughs> using it in their lyrics very low. Number two would be Morgan Wallen. Number 10 would be, well, whatever. You insert your own analogy. But we'll just uh, pass that on to uh, whatever. Adolf, we'll put Adolf level stuff at number 10. All right, let's, we don't have enough to get into Gene Simmons and Alex and Ted Nugent. We got enough time to bring them up. No, we only got three minutes. So we got to do brass against. Oh my God. So Brad, tell me, tell me about the band brass against. What do you know? I I know it's a, uh, it's a, it's uh, almost like a tribute band that plays Rage Against the Machine, but it's a full-on brass, kind of like... Uh, like horns. Horns, yeah. Um, but it's um, 
real big fish mighty bunny boss tones kind of that style of music yeah yeah i know they played some primus and it looked like they played some tool so like hard alternative rock they have a attractive uh, uh black lead singing a bunch of white guys playing horns derek what happened down in florida you know it's weird it's crazy she saw some guy with a beer can on his head now she, she would be the lead singer the sophia, sophia ursta go on yes and she was actually on the voice one year and um so she sees a guy with a beer can on his head and she says i gotta pee but we can't stop the show she was singing the shit out of that rage against some of the machine cover too by the way carry on yeah i don't know but and then she, so she brought this mf her on the stage and you know she says she's gonna pee on his he was wearing a black label society biker vest i and want him i want him GoPro. out of the society go on and so my god quit interrupting me so and then so she brings him on stage and the stream that came out of her was like the raging rapids of colorado okay so so she says she has to pee he crawls up on stage you brought him on describe what happens next he lays down she pulls down her pants squats right over his face and she's singing rage against the machine and the stream the waterfall into his face like niagara falls he's spewing it up like triple h before a match and he's pumping his fist after she gets to throwing three gallons in his face and then she kicked him off she was very mean she was telling security to get him (laughs) yeah yeah you know but i heard and then they came out with a, a little thing afterwards saying sophia got carried away like they didn't know like like they were like they didn't watch them them trying to say we didn't know what sophia was about to do was like travis scott saying i didn't see anyone dying 10 feet in front of me i think it was was fake because i have never seen a girl pee so fast in my life oh how many people how many girls have you watched you know what get those video cameras out of those bathrooms i heard you have well, you taught me how to install them. Yeah, it was not like two girls in a cup. She did not pee on his leg. She peed right on his face, and you, you can, you can Google that. It's on YouTube. He started throwing the crowd. So let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, my, my last words. Uh, you, uh, this is the Rockwire. Good night. Now, I gotta pee right now see if you can hit cj on the screen (laughs) so the sound bites from the uh, gene simmons alex jones ted nugent trifecta is so good i didn't want to leave it out so let's start off with gene on the uh talk shop rock and roll podcast talking about the kissmas cruise and he's got a uh, strong take on the unvaccinated and they're not getting on that boat believe that people who believe in all sorts of things they died because they were fat or because they smoked 
no, no, bitch. They died because they got COVID. And there are still a lot of people who don't believe that. And you have to find out who those people are. I don't care if you play football or not. Stay away from evil people who don't care about your health. That and people who believe in all sorts of things, they died because they were fat or because they smoked. No, no, bitch. They died because they got COVID. And there are still a lot of people who don't believe that. And you have to find out who those people are. I don't care if you play football or not. Talking about Aaron Rodgers. Stay away from evil people who don't care about your health. All right. So uh, Alex Jones comes in swinging in response to the Gene Simmons quotes. Gene Simmons, or as he's known, the demon. You claim that we're evil because we don't want you and Big Pharma to literally rape us with your Frankenshot GMO. And then you claim that we're going to get you sick and you're going to die if we don't take the shot. I thought the shot protects you. They admit it doesn't protect you. That was all a lie. In fact, it doesn't give you a little bit of protection. It actually lowers your immunity. That's in the real studies. So I asked the question, are you stupid or are you consciously evil? Either way, it doesn't matter because you're literally out there promoting to the world that I need to be forcibly injected with this garbage. That is a declaration of war against humanity, Simmons. And you're on the wrong side of history. People who believe that people who believe in all sorts of things, they died because they were fat or because they smoked. No, no, bitch. They died because they got COVID. And there are still a lot of people who don't believe that. And you have to find out who those people are. I don't care if you play football or not. Stay away from evil people who don't care about your health. Politics are the enemy. Uh, humanism and humanity is what we should all be concerned about. Love thy neighbor as thyself. For God's sakes, if I'm going to yawn in your presence, I'm going to put my hand up in front of my mouth. Yawning is not a life-threatening event. You having COVID might be a life-threatening event, and I don't want to catch it. Unfortunately, our European friends and other friends around the world I prefer friends to fans because it's really becoming sort of like a, a family. Couldn't come as easily on the cruise because you have to have been vaccinated. Hey, listen, Mr. Long Tongue. Do you understand the reality of the fact that you were, quote, vaccinated and your band was all, quote, fully vaccinated, but your guitar tech still died? It doesn't work. It's a fraud. Bill Gates admits it's a fraud that has new shots for us. This was a scam from the beginning, you dumb bastard. You're not some hero here that's saving yourself and saving the world. We all just take a shot. This is a globalist great reset takeover. And so I have to believe you're not that stupid. You must have been paid off by Big Pharma like so many other, quote, celebrities have been to push this garbage. And you need to be invested. I don't care about your political beliefs. You are not allowed to infect anybody just because you think you've got rights that are delusional, of course. You don't have the right to go through a red light, and actually the government has the right to tell you to stop you. You have to put on the seatbelt. If they tell you you can't smoke in a building, you can't smoke in a building. And that's not because 
They want to take away your rights. It's because the rest of us hate it. We don't want to smell your smoke. I don't want to catch your disease. I don't want to risk my life just because you want to go through a red light. This whole idea is delusional, evil idea that you get to do whatever you want and the rest of the world be bad. It's really terrible. You got to got to identify those people and bring them out into the open so you know who they are. Know who your friends are by how much they care about you. And to them. That includes COVID. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, Gene Simmons is one of two things. He's one dumb. It's Kevin Hart for Fab Letters. Son of a bitch. Fab Letters men. Or he's one evil bastard. Being a Fab Letters VIP. You know, I've seen Gene Simmons talk about his mother fleeing from the corruption and oppression of Europe and coming to America and crying when she saw TV sign off at midnight with a Star Spangled Banner in our flag. And now he comes to this country that made him rich and powerful and shits all over it and says he wants to violate the Nuremberg Code and force experimental injections on the American people or we're evil. You know what, Gene? You're either stupid or you're the one that's evil. It was the Nazis that did forced experiments on the general population. And top legal experts agree what's happening here is illegal. This was never properly authorized. And there's never been laws in this country where you can force the general public to take injections. That's why this is a new issue and why it's so huge. And then, you dumb son of a bitch, you need to get this through your head. It doesn't even protect you. I'm going to play clips in a moment of Bill Gates and others admitting this vaccine doesn't work because it's not a vaccine. It actually lowers your immunity, they admit now, to below what it was before you took it. It destroys any natural antibodies. It turns your white blood cells, your killer white blood cells off. That's in major studies, you dumb bastard. You know what? You are just a dumb bastard that dresses up in kabuki clown outfits and runs around and acts powerful. And the good news is people that serve evil like you and all you old boomers that love the new world order, all you leftists are going to be in their fucking graves soon. You're not going to inject my children with your fucking poisons, you piece of shit. And you and your fucking band are going to burn in hell before you ever get control of this nation. So I'm going to play for you and your sack of shit band some facts and some evidence and some real information. Because you're the one coming at me with the globalists, with Big Pharma, with the head of Pfizer, saying that you're going to make us take these shots. And already in Austria and Australia and in Spain, they're saying they're going to lock the unvaccinated down now and not let us leave our houses. And another sack of garbage, another authoritarian Nazi cocksucker. Noam Chomsky came out and said, lock people up in their houses that don't take your poison shot that's giving massive numbers of people heart attacks and microcarditis. And I don't apologize for using French to talk about you because you are a stupid, arrogant, Hollywood piece of shit. And you want to kill me and my family with your goddamn poison? I pray God strike you and your scumbag family down before my family dies. I hope you understand that you're going to burn in hell forever, you maggot. So you keep sucking Satan's cock because that's all you'll ever do. You're a failure and you're cut off from God. Burn in hell. Because when you look at the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a vaccinated person who gets a breakthrough infection with Delta, it is exactly the same as the level of virus in a unvaccinated oh. person who's infected. And it has been well documented that they can and do transmit the infection to uninfected people. 
I would expect that will lead the R&D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new, a new way of doing the vaccines. I want to be clear. While vaccinated people can spread the virus if they get a breakthrough infection, the, the odds of, of them getting sick in the first place are far lower than those who are unvaccinated. So the key message from our finding is that we Dr. found David that recipients Allen, of the Pfizer vaccine, Francis those who had two do. doses, have about five to six-fold lower amounts of neutralizing antibodies. Now, these are the sort of gold standard private security uh, antibodies of your immune system, which block the virus from getting into your cells in the first place. And so we found that that's less for people with two doses. We've also found that for people with only one dose of the Pfizer jab, that they are less likely to have high levels of these antibodies in their blood. Um, 141 people are in hospital with COVID at present, and 43 in of Australia, care, 18 of whom require ventilation. So this is a very serious disease. Of those 141, 60 um, are under the age of 55, and 28 under the age of 35. And of the 43 people in intensive care, uh, one is in their teens, seven are in their 20s, three are in their 30s, 14 are in their 50s and 12 are in their 60s and six are in their 70s. So this is affecting people of all ages with very serious disease. All but one um, are vaccinated. One person has just received one dose of vaccine. Hey, Mr. Scary Satan Man, your nickname is the demon. You stick your tongue out to scare the kids. You look like a big fat pervert. Did you know that that was rhetorical earlier? Yeah, when I said you're either stupid or evil. No, you're stupid and you're evil. Did you know Pfizer just got caught adding a heart attack drug to children's vaccines because they know it's causing heart attacks? You just signed on, buddy boy, to being the Nazis 2.0. You may be too senile and your brain too rotted to know it, Gene, but you're a joke and you've signed on to eugenics and depopulation. So keep trying to be relevant while you and Hollywood and the whole leftist system collapse. Your attempt to take us down with you is going to fail. All right, so straight fire from Gene Simmons. Uh, here's uh, just out today. This is uh, Ted Nugent on the uh, Joe Pag show. I have no idea who Joe Pags is, but uh, that's what show it came from. Uh, we'll just let uh, the Nuge actually be the voice of reason in this one. Well, I, you know, I really don't think he is. I think he's been so bombarded. Remember, he lives in Los Angeles. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm in New York. Uh, number one, I love Gene Simmons. He is a great man, rock solid in the asset column. But my own brother, who also has spent most of his life in New York and L.A., they are so overwhelmed with lies and hate and misinformation. And when the people on the on the coast, and I mean overall, you know, only the guilty need to feel guilty. But when they call someone's a racist, they're the racist. Yeah, when they right. call someone a child molester, it's usually coming from a child molester. So you you gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. And but the real shocker, I think, and you will agree, is that here's Gene that speaks truth, logic, and common sense. 
most of the time. Right. I really respect the man's overview. But here's a man who constantly references, and rightly so, that his mother survived the Holocaust, right. where power-abusing monsters were forcing people to succumb. And then the Nuremberg trials proved that no man, no human, has a right to force any unwanted medicine or experiments like this experimental drug on people ever again. And here's Gene Simmons, who is so powerfully educating people about the horrors of demonic Nazism and the Holocaust. And then he compartmentalizes it and literally falls into the chasm of power abuse. It's much like a lot of my Jewish friends that are anti-gun and think that guns should be banned, which was what Joseph Goebbels and, and Hitler did. Right. I, I, Joe, on, a, on an honest intellectual level, I cannot explain it. I just know that I love Gene Simmons and I'm going to call him and try to fix him. And that, that's that, man. Uh, draw your own conclusions. But uh, <laughs> Alex, Alex Jones really fired up dropping four-letter bombs worse than I do. Um, he actually cleans it up for his radio show. That's a rock wire. Please help out the show. Subscribe, rate five stars, write a review. You can drop me an email at cjrockwire at protonmail.com.